Welcome back to The Coop with Meyer Hatchery, where we talk all things poultry in hopes of educating crazy chicken keepers and inspiring future flock owners. I'm Kendra. And I'm Jeff. And today we're talking about our Coop Organization Checklist. We've compiled the essentials into one checklist to help you prepare and organize your coop. This is especially helpful for new chicken keepers, but stay tuned, seasoned pros. You might learn a thing or two. One of the most important tools that I keep in my coop that I don't think a lot of people consider is a multi-tool. I got it for Christmas one year and I keep it out there because I constantly am in need of a tool and don't have it on hand and that is the most effective. So for instance, when you are opening your pine shaving bales, use the knife on the multi-tool to cut through the plastic. I've had chicken coop like wire between a couple of our um, coop areas or on the brooder get twisted. And so I've used like the pliers on a multi-tool to twist it down and bend it out of the way. So it's not poking me or the chicks in the brooder. There has the screwdriver and things like that. So if you have something that needs tightened up, I've used that. The knife I think comes in handy the most. I've cut straw bale strings off. I've, you know, moved around feeders and had to cut them down from the rafters and relocate them. And so I use that constantly and I just keep it out in the coop for whenever I need it. Personally, I just carry a knife. <laughs> yeah. And I have all the other tools also. I have a lot of tools that I use. But yeah, you always need a knife and a hammer, stapler to staple stuff that is falling apart. You need tools. You really need tools. And if you're like us, we have tools spread throughout everywhere. The house, the garage, the wood shop, the coop. That's why I like keeping the multi-tool in there because I know what's in there. I purposely leave it there and I don't have to go around and hunt to find a hammer to bring it back to the coop to take care of what I need. Everything is just kind of there and all together. That makes sense. That, then you're organized. <laughs> is that what this podcast episode's about? I think so. I think so. I know some people too like to keep a container to try to keep all the essentials together. I do have a old window that was taken out. So there's a little bit of a ledge left in the coop. It's been boarded up since then. And so I kind of keep like the multi-tool up there and some supplements and things that I need kind of tucked up in that corner and I can use it at any time. But definitely if you have like a toolbox or some sort of like first aid kit that you like to keep in there, a nice covered bin that keeps the dust out of it is nice and ideal. Yeah, I had a plastic container that I had my staple gun, uh, staples. There's a hammer in there, uh, wire cutter, some extra wire, things like that. Yep. It was all together in a plastic bucket. Now, another thing that I keep in my coop are fresh pine shavings. I try to keep at least one fresh bale in there, sometimes two if I'm really proactive, but that's nice when we get a big rainfall and your coop is, you know, damp from the chickens being in and out, you can quickly spread some in to help keep moisture down. And then for nesting boxes too. Usually I try to add pine shavings to my nesting boxes every, I don't know, maybe bi-weekly. It depends on how crazy the chickens are that week. If there's a bunch of broodies in there kicking out pine shavings, then I have to refill them more often. So just having a fresh bale stacked and ready to go so I don't have to run to the store. I can break it open with my multi-tool and fill the nesting boxes as needed. And that also goes with your feed, having that extra bag. Nothing is more frustrating than pouring the feed. Just before work, you're pouring the feed and the bag is empty. And you look and there's no other bags. And it's like, oh, now what? Now you're scrambling. Mm-hmm. 
If you're prepared, you wouldn't be. I try to keep two weeks worth of food on hand. I know everyone's feed storage area is a little bit different. So a minimum of one extra bag. But if you can keep a couple, highly recommend. I have a pallet in there that I stack up my feed and then I have metal trash cans next to each of the coops with the different feed in because we have turkeys as well. So they have different feed requirements. And then making sure those bins are labeled accordingly. So I know what each feed feed bin is. But if another member of my family has to go out and do it for me, then there's not a question of them using the wrong feed because I get my feed from an Amish feed mill. And so everything comes in a white bag and the ticket is on the bottom stapled. And so it's not real easy to identify. It all looks the same. Um, And that's especially nice too. If you go out on vacation, it's one less thing you have to do for whoever's taking care of your flock. All your feed bins are already set up and labeled. And so you can just give them instructions on how much feed. You don't necessarily have to, you know, scramble and organize your coop and get things labeled before you leave. So that's kind of one less hassle. Now, on the same thread of feed and waterers, I keep spare waterers on hand. One, because we have so many different setups for our coop. We have our main coop with the flock that goes outside. So they have two dedicated waters outside, but then I have the rotational coop inside And so I need a water for that one. And then I have, I don't want to say this out loud, three brooding spaces, (laughs) technically (laughs) four. Four, maybe. And so I have a bunch of different waters that I keep on hand. So if all of my areas in the coop are full, I have enough waters for each one. Even if you just have one coop and you don't have, you know, quite as large of an operation, keeping a spare water for electrolytes is nice. Or you never know when a water gets broken. Um, We've had some plastic waters that got stuck in a windstorm and got tossed against a building and the tops cracked. And so it was nice not having to run out in the middle of a rainstorm to go and find new waters to get them back to the coop to make sure the flock was taken care of because I had spare ones on hand. If you can afford to keep at least one spare water on hand, I recommend it. And I kind of have a tote similar to the first aid and like the essential tote. I have one that's um, kind of just dedicated to brooding stuff. So my smaller waters go in there, my smaller trough type feeders go in there. There's a lid that closes and locks. So once they're done, I wash them with a bleach solution and I let them dry and then I put them in the bin and put the lid on it because if they just sit out in the coop, they collect so much dust and grossness. So keeping them in their own container keeps them nice and clean and I can grab them out immediately when I need to use one. One of the main purposes of this talk today is being prepared and being prepared and organized protects your animals. Having the extra tools, having the extra feed so that you're not caught off guard. That's what this checklist is all about. And it really does for, this is kind of an all season checklist. So keeping extra food on hand is great in the summer months, but also really nice in winter months. If you live in the Northern climate, you never know when you're going to get that unexpected snowstorm and be kind of stuck at home for extended period of time. But then there's also things like springtime when you happen to go to the feed store and come home with a new batch of chicks you weren't really planning on. Having those extra brooder waters and things ready <laughs> then you're all set to go. There's also the issue of injured birds or sick birds, making sure you're prepared to handle those when it happens. Um, one thing that I like to make sure that I have set up is a clean separation area. 
So I have an old brooder from when we first started. It's kind of just a, a square box with some chicken wire around it. It's one we started with. And I keep that in the coop for anytime I need to separate a chicken. So if she's broody, I'll pull her and put her in that to separate her for a while. If it's a sick chicken, then I need to kind of separate from the flock and assess. She goes in there. And so I keep that cleaned out with fresh shavings. And so anytime a bird is injured or you know something comes up, I can pull her and put her in there and know it's safe and ready for her to use. I actually just did that with a turkey last night. I integrated my turkeys last week into the rest of our flock and one got picked on and I found her last night all huddled in the corner. And so I picked her up and I pulled her out and I had my clean separation area for her to go. I put her in there, gave her her own food and water because I had all of those extras on hand and she's doing good this morning. So it was nice to be prepared and have that ready for her. So I've done this way too many times where you're running around with one a bird in one hand and you're trying to finesse brooders and find waters and things like that with the other hand. So once you catch a bird in the moment of something happening, and this could even be a predator attack or something that's a little more urgent and your adrenaline's going, right? Having that area prepped and ready to go and everything organized makes life a lot easier. With that, it's also nice to keep first aid items on hand. Exactly. You don't want to be that person that has a sick chicken or a wounded one because a coon got it and you have nothing there, nothing to take care of it. Now you got to run to the store scrambling to find something as your chicken is sitting at the house waiting for you to come back with something to take care of it. Especially for those of us who live out in the rural parts of America, sometimes getting to the store is a process and it could take you several hours and that several hours could make or break the difference in your poultry's health. So in Meyer Moment 14, we actually did a first aid kit must-have items. So it's kind of our top list of things that we like to keep on hand and I'll be sure to link that below in the show notes. But for refresher purposes, some of the things that I like to keep on hand include a vital pack, NutriDrench, VetRx, Vet Tape, and Gail Damero's health handbook. The health handbook stays on my shelf in the house, so it stays nice and clean and easy to find. But the rest of the items I try to keep out in the coop if the storage will allow it. As long as temperatures aren't fluctuating and going to cause issues with some of those liquids being stored out there. But the vital pack is nice because it's powder, it's dry, you can keep it locked in your cool container and you can pull that out at anytime. And so that's nice if birds are stressed, you add new flock members, you get a new batch of chicks. Having that pack on hand, I try to keep at least one or two stacked on me. And don't forget blue coat, which would work on that turkey that got hurt last night. I know. I don't have blue coat, I will admit. So I cleaned her up and I gave her a good spray of Vetresin to try to help heal her wounds a little bit quicker. Now the NutriDrench and VetRx. NutriDrench is kind of like the Vital Pack. It's going to be another good nutrition boost for your flock. And the VetRx is more for respiratory issues. Um, and so I like to keep that on hand for my flock as well. Now, again, keeping these all like in an area is nice because I did have a hen 
10 that was breathing a little off and I separated her. This is a couple months ago now. And I could not for the life of me find my VetRx. I knew I had it and I went through the entire house and I could not find it. I ended up going to the store and buying a new box of it. Came home, found my old box. It was in our medicine cabinet <laughs> in the very bottom and the way back. Like I put my animal medicine with my human medicine. So is I, that what you gave your kids? Yeah, probably. Is that what's wrong with them? <laughs> so keeping it all together or like in an actual first aid kit is so nice because you can just grab the bag and run back out to the coop and give your flock whatever they need versus like me running around like a mad woman trying to find the VetRx and accusing everyone else of moving it. <laughs> <laughs> Now, in addition to all the feed and waters and pine shavings, there's two other things that I keep in my coop. One is first Saturday lime because typically when I spread pine shavings. I also put a layer of first Saturday lime down first. There's other different pest control and odor control products out there. That's one that I personally like to use. And then I also keep a pitchfork either in the coop or right outside the door. And so I typically use that to fluff around the old shavings before I spread the new stuff down. And then I also use that for a coop clean out. So again, having the tool in the coop just makes it easier. So when I'm ready to clean the coop, I can go out there and do so. I'm not searching around the back of the barn trying to find a pitchfork. Having an area where everything is in the same spot all the time is what it's all about. Like that's where you put your diametrious earth. That's where you put the first Saturday line. That's where you, the pitchfork for your area stays. Having it all together in one spot, never leave it someplace else that you're going to forget about. That's the key. I even have in my storage area a bright teal blue sled because I use it in the winter to haul my feed from the front of the house in the car out to the chicken coop. And I don't allow the kids to use it because I don't want it disappearing or getting broken. It's my feed hauler. And so I have a special dedicated sled that stays in my coop as well. And they're cheap and (laughs) it is the most useful tool. It really helps. It does. Find products and tools that work for you and just try to keep them all together in an area where you can easily find them. Now, in addition to all your tools, one thing that I try to keep in my coop is an extra egg basket. Now, this sounds weird, but I know all of you have carried eggs into the house in your pockets, in your shirt, in random buckets that you find around the coop. I've used old feed bags before to carry eggs in. And so I really try hard to keep an extra basket out there. It doesn't always work in my favor, but if you're more organized than me, (laughs) you can do this. And I highly recommend keeping all of those items not only together in an area, but if you can fit whatever you can into a tote. Being prepared ahead of time makes life so much easier. Rather than scrambling at the end when you're frustrated, upset, plan ahead. Yeah, when your emotions are running high, an organized coop makes all the difference. Believe me, I've done it all, (laughs) all the bad things, all the good things. And then we put together this list to help you avoid those situations. Yes, because you're it's 70 degrees and warm. And in Ohio, the next thing you know, they say, oh, tonight it's going down to 10 degrees. And it's like, what? I'm not prepared. Yeah, we've had those crazy temperatures just over the last month where we've had 
frost out of nowhere a couple of nights. And then we're back up into the 80s. And then the following week, it dipped again. So making sure that you have all of the elements to cover your chickens through every season is important. Now, organizing your coop is just one small task in chicken keeping that can make a big impact. In the show notes below, download our free checklist and start organizing your coop today. And with that, we thank you for listening to The Coop. Be sure to subscribe. If you'd be so kind, drop us a review. See you all next week. Bye.